0: Joy, the joy of the Lord in my heart. I need to make an exchange. Mm-hmm. My day, even start. Let your light shine, light shine. All through my life. My, my heart is open and I am ready to receive your joy. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Moments of Joy Podcast. I am your host, Camille Joy, and I want to welcome you to the show. Thank you so much. MVP listeners, welcome back. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, I just want to welcome you. I want to say that you are welcomed here. If you are an MVP listener, welcome back to the show Thank you for coming back week after week after week. And if this is your first time listening to the podcast, hey, I want you to get to know us. So I invite you to go ahead and look in the archives and see what episode speaks to you. Go ahead and get a little taste of the Moments of Joy podcast. At the beginning of every show, we start off our show with a Choose Joy Devotion. And the story is, walking down the grocery store aisle, I found this little booklet. And it was full of scriptures and encouraging stories. And I picked it up and was right in line with the podcast because it was called Choose Joy. And there's actually an episode in the early stages of the podcast called Choose Joy. So I thought that was really cool. Today's devotion is called Chosen. And it comes from Jeremiah 1 verses 5. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew and approved you as my chosen instrument. And before you were born, I separated and set you apart, consecrating you. That's the Amplified Version. God said that before he formed Jeremiah in his mother's womb, he knew him. God separated him from everyone else to perform a specific task, and he consecrated him for that purpose. We can assure that if God did that for Jeremiah, that he did it for each and every one of us. Nothing about us in our circumstances surprises God. He knew about everything before we were born, and he ordained that, which we should walk in those things because we are uniquely qualified by him to do what we do. What an awesome God we serve. Father, the thought that you chose me before the foundation of the world and set me apart for a specific calling is humbling. You are so good. May I go forward with a renewed purpose in life. Amen. That was pretty good. That was pretty good because that's what the Moments of Joy podcast is all about. Encouraging you. And what that scripture really means is that no matter what you may have gone through, no matter what you are going through right now, that God knew already what you will go through. And he still has a desire to use you. Wherever you are, he has a desire to meet you right where you are and use you for his glory. Wow, what a God we serve. It's so wonderful. All right, well, the disclaimer here on this show is that I am a Christian. I love the Lord, so most of what we talk about, most of what I share is all wrapped around him. We share amazing testimonies and guys. This is going to be my last episode with you guys, I believe, until until the end of February, the beginning of March. I have four amazing guests coming up, back to back, and we're going to have a loaded show for the next month, the month of February, and it's going to be great. So I guess, in honor of Black History Month, <laughs> I will be having some amazing guests women on this show and so we can't wait for that so today guys I wanted to talk about a topic that was really heavy on my heart which means you know I was thinking about it a lot you know it really took me back to a place when I was here and I really wanted to encourage men and women specifically mothers though I really wanted to encourage those moms who are going through custody battles. And so that's what this topic, this podcast today is about custody battles and really sharing some information that will help keep you strong if you are going through a custody battle or help you be able to encourage and be there for someone if they are going through a custody battle. I mentioned in the earlier days of my podcast that I went through a custody battle Years ago, with my children, and when I left my children's father, I shared that I had been going through a custody battle. Well, let's rewind. I had been going through leaving an abusive relationship. And through that, I feel like in order to continue to have control and manipulation, we we got into a custody battle where he desired to um, gain full custody of the children. And it was really ugly. And so through that, here I am, fast forward years later, seven years later, and I find myself getting phone calls from people, randomly meeting people that are going through custody battles. And I know that God allowed me to go through that so that I could encourage other people. So you know Connecticut is where i am every state has different laws and one of the misconceptions is that custody battles always always go excuse me in the favor of the mother and so that's false many women when they are getting divorced and when they find themselves in the weaker situation whether it's um weaker emotionally or they don't make as much money as the man Sometimes they find themselves losing the children, and especially in divorces. I know several women who have um, lost full custody of their children. It's a very heavy thing to have to take part in. And, you know, for me, sometimes I can't even fully watch, like, a normal court show, which is, like, people's court. It agitates me just to see the courtroom, you know? Um, and I know that a lot, it it can be traumatizing going back month after month. And, you know, we hear a lot about prison reform and a lot about people who go to prison and they're getting all these crazy, ridiculous sentences. But I really believe that the court system is corrupt all around. Our system is corrupt, period. And that it's not built to reform families or even care about our families when we go into these court systems for custody battles. Unfortunately, they have a system that has been put in place since God knows when and never adjusted. And so there are many crazy people that end up being able to gain full custody of their children. And so a few tips for those that are going through Support is very necessary. Having emotional support during this time can mean the... It's the biggest thing to you. It can be a matter of life and death. Going through a custody battle is very, very emotionally drained. draining. It's very emotionally draining. You know, you have to pour out emotionally to whether you have a lawyer or whether you don't have a lawyer. And just... It's, it's not an easy thing to have your family, family the nature of your family and ling- lingo just waiting for someone else to make a decision about. You know, and having to fight to have your voice heard, having to fight to prove your motherhood or your fatherhood, it's, it's just not... It's not a natural thing and it's not an easy thing to go through. But when you have support of family or friends, and I realize that some people don't have family and some people don't have friends. Finding someone to be able to be support for you, whether it is even support groups. And this is why I'm even opening up my mouth to talk about this. Because if you go onto my website, www.camille.com, Joy.com. I am an advocate and I am a support to mothers that are going through custody battles. Because I was there and it's emotionally draining. So what I do is I I pray with and I am an emotional support to those that are going through. Sometimes you just need an ear to listen. And so here we'll flip over to the other side. If you know someone that is going through a custody battle... It is very hard. I remember dating my husband at the time. And, you know, he would give a lot of advice. And my family would too. But I think for me, it was so long. And custody battles can be really long and drawn out. Mine was three years. Almost three and a half years. And they can be very long and drawn out. And so what the person needs is support. Sometimes when you are not in it, you don't understand a lot of what's happening, a lot of the back and forth, a lot of, oh, you have to go see this lawyer, you have to go see that lawyer, go to this counselor, go to that counselor, go to this um, evaluator, go to that evaluator. There's so many people that come when it gets really thick into it, and there's so many people involved that the person that's not going through the custody battle won't understand. So if you know someone... And you are in a role where you have to be support for them, just be that be an ear, they need an ear to listen. they need love, they need prayers, prayers of strength and prayers of strategy. you know um the children need prayers you know i I have had to give advice to people a lot of times about you know, wanting to go into a custody battle. And if there's anyone listening that is even thinking about it, I wouldn't even advise it. If you could humble yourself and be adult enough and strong enough to, you know, get put your egos aside and what you feel aside and come to a middle middle ground with the person, I would do that before I brought my children lives into the courtroom because they don't want the best for your children but you do and so that would be my advice about to anyone that is thinking about it so and so okay support is very important next educate yourself because like i said before every state is not the same um, up here where we live, I live in New England. New England and tri state areas are very neutral states, meaning they favor mother and father. I know that down south in some states like Virginia or in some southern states, they favor the mother. They're very heavily in favor of the mother. But then when you go outside of the United States, in the UK, um, they favor the fathers. And some of the Spanish countries do as well. So. There are no, there is no state where that can guarantee the mother or the father will walk away with the children. I just truly believe that keeping the children's best interests at mind is the best thing. There's so much hurt and so much pain that goes in the middle of the custody battles and why you end up fighting over the children in the first place. And I really believe that. If you can just heal right there before you go into the custody battle, that's a major, major, major thing. Here are some tips that I found in line, online. And they are tips that you should do before you engage in a custody battle. Is it worth the pain and the priciness of the battle? And um, before I go into that, it is pricey. I remember going into the battle, and not only did I empty my own funds, but then had to take out a loan to pay the lawyer. And so it does become pricey. And I am reading from um, KarenCovey.com. She's a lawyer, a professional lawyer who specializes in custody battles. And it says, engaging in custody battles is really worth the pain And the price you will pay, it will drain your bank account and devastate your kids. It is arguably the most emotionally destructive war you can wage in divorce court. Wow. And that by no means is an understatement. That is the truth. It really is. But sometimes you have no choice. We've all read stories of the distraught parent going through divorce who killed their kids and then killed themselves. If your spouse is violent or abusive, fighting for custody is not a choice. It's a necessity. Or maybe you and your spouse live in separate states and sharing custody and time with your children is way more complicated. In that case, you may find yourself fighting over custody because not fighting feels like losing your kids. Whatever your situation and whatever your reason for fighting over custody, understand this. Custody battles always create casualties. The best thing you can possibly do is to avoid engaging them. But if you can't walk away from the fight, here are a few tips to help you from getting your children destroyed in the war. Wow. That was really good. Do everything you can do to settle outside of court. I did mention that. And this is Karen C-O-V-Y dot com. Number two, consult with experts before you start a war. Don't even think about waging custody of war on your own. This is not court TV. The stakes are high and the fight can be very long and complicated. So do not try this on your own. Number three, dial down the drama. When parents fight, children suffer. I've seen a lot of well-adjusted straight-A children start to funk out of school and start doing drugs after their parents started fighting over them in court. If you feel you have no choice but to fight over custody, at least try to keep your kids out of the battle. Don't talk badly about their other parent in front of them. Try not to fight with the children in front of you. Number four, do your best to be objective. Is the custody battle that you're fighting for really going to be best for your children? Or is there any way to compromise without putting your children in the middle of the war? Number five, if you are going to fight do it for the right reasons which would be protecting your kids from an abusive parent that's a good reason fighting for the right reasons require you to take time to understand what your reason is for really fighting dig deep and again be honest with yourself are you fighting to have your kids live with you because you don't want your kids to live around your ex or or the person that your ex is dating while ha- or the person they had an affair with? Or are you just trying to keep your children away from your ex because you truly think it's best for them? Are you hurt or are you angry? And are you letting this control your actions? That was one through five. And so far, let's pause. Those are really, 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 really great points. And a lot that we talked about in the beginning of the show, but they are great. They're awesome points, guys. Please listen. Number six, control yourself. While you are going through a custody battle, you will be living your life under the microscope. Everything you do can potentially make a difference in your case. So control your text messages and your conversations. Do not be emotional. Stay off of social media. And even if you have to, crank up your privacy settings. Number seven. Child support. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. This one is a little tricky. People don't like to hear that word, but support your kids. No matter what is going on in or out of court, you have an obligation to support your children. Period. Fully. Fully. It doesn't matter whether matter, the legal bills are eating you alive. The fact that your spouse is acting like a jerk and trying to sabotage your time with the children is irrelevant. Your children have to eat. They need a roof over their heads and clothes on their backs. That means you need to support them. Number eight, don't alienate your children from the other parent. If you want your children to grow up happy and healthy, they need to have a relationship with both of their parents. Obviously, if one parent poses a real danger to them, then the other parent with the kids might need to be limited or supervised. But if your, children, if your children's other parent is just a bonehead and not abusive or dangerous, then you need to encourage your children to spend time with that parent. Number nine. Make every decision with the kids in mind. If you want to have a chance of getting custody of your children, you have to demonstrate to the court that you are willing to do whatever is best for them, even if it's not best for you. Number 10. Don't make false allegations against your ex. And that is a big one. Because guys, we get our emotional, we get our emotions involved. And we start making things up. Any little thing we see, sometimes we twist it around. Accusing your spouse of being abusive when they're not is wrong. If you exaggerate, it's wrong. False allegations of abuse will make the judge question your credibility on every other issue. So let's watch that, guys. Number 11, don't move in with someone new right now. The judge is in your case and is charged with doing what is best for your children's interests. So that means you need to have good judgment during this time. Number 12, put your best foot forward with everyone in the court system. This includes the judge, the guardian ad litem, your children's attorney, or the representative number 13 stay involved with your kids lives no matter what kind of parenting schedule you have you probably have way more opportunity to be involved in your kids lives than you think go to your kids kids school conferences meet their teachers take time to take them to the doctors Attend their sports events and extracurricular activities. Volunteer at their carpool before or after school if you can. Stay active in your kids' lives. Number 14, document everything. This one is pretty big, and this one I remember when I was going through a custody battle. This is something that my mom would always say to me. Every conversation that kind of went left or anything that happened, she would always tell me to document everything. She she still tells me that at work. Camille, document everything. (laughs) If you want to see a judge to believe, if you want the judge to believe what you say, you need to be able to prove your allegations in court. No one's memory is perfect. That means you're going to have to keep a record of what you do. Number 15. No matter what happens in court... Love your children more than you hate your ex. That is great. Never give up on your kids. Even if your spouse ends up with sole custody or you get a parenting schedule that doesn't give you nearly as much time with your kids, don't give up use every moment of your parenting time show up all of at your all of your kids activities stay involved in their lives keep putting your kids first even if the court decision doesn't go your way stay involved guys those were 15 custody battle tips and i thought that was pretty great i'm going to leave the link of this at the end of the podcast this is karen Covey again she is a divorce advisor attorney and coach and she's pretty cool you guys can look her up and follow her i really like those statistics guys so you know what it all boils down to is what's best for our children We all want what's best for our children. And sometimes it takes moving ourselves out of the way so that they can grow up happy, so that they can grow up whole, so that they can grow up as healthy human beings, healthy adults that contribute to this world. We don't want broken children who have anger issues, who have pent-up aggression that they want to get out, who grow up wishing that, you know, things were different because of our choices. And so I hope that was helpful for somebody. I know that I am always getting phone calls. I am always getting messages from women who are going through custody battles. So if you are out there and if you are listening and you need support, you need advocacy, and you need an ear to listen to you, please contact me. I'm here for you. I know what it feels like, and I want to be here for you. I don't mind praying for you, and I don't mind being an ear Because everybody doesn't have the support that is needed during this time. So again, to reach me, Camille-Joy.com. You can find me on Instagram at Mrs. Camille Joy. And you guys be strong wherever you are in this process. Even if it's a thought, I hope that these tips helped you to decide whether it's truly necessary. And for someone who has gone through it, I, don't, I know that it wasn't necessary. And that's why I don't advise it. I don't advise it if your children are not in harm's way. Because it's not guaranteed to go your way. All right, guys. It's a wrap on my end. This has been another episode of the Moments of Joy podcast. And guys... Look forward to our February episodes. We've got four amazing women week after week with some amazing and powerful stories. Guaranteed to encourage, motivate, and inspire you to get up and live again. Live through your circumstances or whatever you've been through. That there's a new story that God wants to show you. Okay, guys. That's it for the Moments of Joy podcast. See you next week. Bye bye